You're listening to Three Kitchens Podcast, a member of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported. Now let's get cooking. This episode of Three Kitchens Podcast is brought to you by Alberta Blue Cross. Even if you're a busy business owner with more meetings than hours in a day, you are calm and collected when your group benefit plan is taken care of by Alberta Blue Cross. Your employees can manage their own health, dental, life, and disability coverage online anytime on any device, making it easier for them and for you. To learn more and explore your options, head to av.bluecross.ca. Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, Whatever part of your day you happen to be listening to us, hello and welcome to Three Kitchens Podcast. I am your host, Erin Walker, and I am joined today, as always, with my fabulous co-hosts, Heather Dyer and Sarah Somasundaram. Hello! (laughs) That was very theatrical. I'll wave. I'll do the wave. Oh, Sarah's doing the silent wave wave because that comes across really good in audio. Yeah, the queenly wave. (laughs) Oh, boy. The vibe is there. The vibe is there. How are my fabulous co-hosts this this wonderful day? Fabulous. We're fabulous. fabulous. (laughs) Trying to be fabulous. I'm trying to put some pep in our step. It's some sugar in your coffee. She's trying to put some sugar in your coffee, Heather. I should have put sugar, perhaps. But you know what? It's um, the day that we're recording this. It's Halloween, and I will have my share of sugar later, I'm sure. You bet. So I'm not starting the day out with that. I forgot that I have Baileys in my pantry. I don't even know why I didn't start the day off right. Silly me. Probably for the best. That's why I don't (laughs) buy it anymore. Because Except right at Christmas, I'll try to buy like a smaller bottle. Because if it's in my house... Every cup of coffee is like, mm, and it gets bigger be and bigger pour every cup because I'm so tasty. <laughs> oh, I wanted to ask, Take what podcasts away. have you been listening to lately? Or name one. Uh, did I tell you guys about Outlaw Ocean? No. It's a CBC no. podcast, um, investigative journalism about the fishing industry. Oh. Oh, my God. In you the only- East? everywhere in the world oh okay but mostly asia horrible horrible things it happened out in the middle of the ocean where there's no law that's why they call it outlaw horrible things makes you really question where your fish and your seafood comes from oh god yeah and so i would just say anytime you can source it or try to find something that comes locally Mm -hmm. that's fished local to you so i guess we're pretty landlocked here so we're i know nothing bad trout. nothing's happening here but perhaps trout, off the shore of canada or the u.s mm-hmm. might be a little better than some other parts of the world mm. anyway it is very good investigative journalism is oh, it anyway, there you go that's what i've been listening to not a fun one but an interesting one yeah Okay, so I haven't listened yet, but I got a notification on my phone that a podcast that I love listening to is Mm -hmm. back with their second season, Broadly Underestimated. Okay. Yes. She's got a new episode for her new season about the Salem Witch Trial. (gasps) I already listened to it. Have you listened to it already? Ah, Yes. I haven't got there yet because I'm deep in an audiobook. So she does History of Women in Time. 
Okay, I know who you're talking about. You know yes. who I'm yes. talking about. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I've got, I quite enjoy her podcast because she takes stories or information and looks at it from a very different lens and mm -hmm. gives us a very different side of history. So I find it quite fascinating. Um, she finished off last season with mental health asylums that women mm. were yeah. um, put into when they were misbehaved hysterical <laughs> yeah and uh, also really interesting story about somebody who was placed in a in an asylum to do an undercover reporting on it to kind of break the story of what it was oh. like to be in an asylum mm -hmm. and she wrote a book it was quite interesting yeah yeah i saw that pop up though in my feed and i was really excited to go right i just got to finish this audiobook <laughs> One thing at a time. <laughs> I don't listen to podcasts as much as you guys do. So I usually watch a lot of shows, right? Mm -hmm. That bad. Lately, I've been listening to, oh, and I've only listened to a couple episodes so far of a podcast called Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson. <laughs> Hot Boxing. That's right. That's now right. Now, is it really Mike Tyson? It is really the Mike Tyson. How can you listen to that? <laughs> well, okay, so it's... Can you understand okay, so <laughs> Can I <yeah>. say that? <laughs> <laughs> he's not too bad. You know what? He's older. I want to say he's wiser. Um, but he's definitely wants to be wiser. So <laughs> he has a co-host. Who translates for him or, or what? <laughs> who, who, who pulls it together. I, I totally understand because... It is different. It is Mike Tyson. Um, mm -hmm. It comes with Mike Tyson. And the the episodes I listened to, the co-host was Sebastian Joseph Day. And he's like, fantastic co-host. Mm. Fantastic. But what happens in this podcast is they invite guests over who are pretty famous. And then they smoke the ganja <laughs> and talk. <laughs> and it gets interesting. And it's like, not in a weird inebriated way it's just very soul searching it ends up being kind of funny so it may not be for everyone but but the whole thing this is not about the podcast it, it's actually about um, the ad on this podcast that i came across okay so they do it live mm -hmm. and oh most boy. of it is by the by the co-host and maybe that's a good thing this particular ad i heard on the july 6th 2022 episode. I'm going to try to recreate this and I'm going to audition for a company called Manscaped. Oh, <laughs> my co-host looks so scared. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to do the entire ad because we're not getting paid for this. And it sounds like a great bunch of products and us women can get behind men manscaping, right? Yeah. But if your kids are listening, please cover their ears. Or expect a discussion on the importance of manscaping. Oh. All right, ready? Whew. Yes, Sarah. I am nervous. All right. There is a certain confidence that comes with being properly groomed. There is an aura, a vibe. You can just tell by the way they carry themselves. <laughs> we call that BGE, big groomed energy. And there is only one way to get that BGE, manscaped. <laughs> We like to introduce you to the best and biggest ultimate hygiene bundle yet, the Platinum Package 4.0. Oh. 
Inside this platinum package, you will find the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, mm-hmm. weed whacker, ear and nose trimmer, ultra body wash, ultra pre- premium two in one shampoo plus conditioner, ultra premium deodorant, crop preserve anti chafing ball deodorant, oh. crop reviver ball spray toner, and anti chafing boxers. You will have your skin and hair feeling hydrated and smelling fresh. It's not just your pits. <laughs> Let me try that again. <laughs> it's not just your pits that stink. Your balls can stink too. Oh. No one wants no stinky balls. So <laughs> thankfully, the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner can solve this problem for you. Once they touch your sack, you will never go back. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Oh my god, she's not I'm trying to get through. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. This is the best bang for your buck. And remember, when you trim the hedges, the tree stands tall. (laughs) (laughs) I'm done. (laughs) All right. Oh, goodness. Well, this is an interesting turn for Three Kitchens podcast. Um, this has nothing to do with <laughs> anything food. So Manscaped, give us a call. <laughs> I think I did a not so bad job. Of, hey, you yeah, did a great job. Except when I started laughing. <laughs> halfway through. Huh. Well, thank you for that, Sarah. That was uh, <laughs> I, I have no segue into food after no. what you just told me. We oh, clearly oh listen to different types of podcasts, and that's yes. okay. We really do. <laughs> so I hope y'all enjoyed what Sarah had going on there. So I'm making cake. <laughs> <laughs> no other way to put it. I really wish we did video just oh, for man, that, that was funny. moment. She's like looking at her paper or whatever all serious and also she just looks up and goes so i'm making cake puts her hands up in the air goes i make it cake i got nothing to segue on my segue was our last episode we had a fabulous interview with chef kiki where we talked about vintage Mm -hmm. recipes Mm -hmm. and so i am pulling out a vintage recipe from my oma ah okay she is gonna help me make a plum cake So this is a German cake that's got sort of a dry cake layer and then a fruit layer on top. And then it's covered with a crumble. Streusel. Mm. Is it streusel on top? Streusel is a crumbly topping of flour, butter, and sugar baked on top of muffins, bread, pies, and cakes. Streusel. Let's go back Is it a crumbly topping? It is a crumbly topping or streusel. No, 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 no. Just leave it in. (laughs) I get to cut this however I want. You always say we can have input. I give you the illusion. Let's put it that way. (laughs) All right. My mom remembers this cake from her childhood, and she was so lucky. My aunt used to have, or still has, plum trees that they Mm. would harvest the plums off of to make this plum cake. We are less fortunate, but I did buy some local prune plums that I'm going to put in here. I'm going to cook this with my Oma, and then I'm going to share it with you. And that's all I got to say. (laughs) 
Yeah, me. <laughs> Lucky us. Mm-hmm. That's enough. What Otherwise, I mean, this is this is coming from the wisdom of Oma. So I will have lots of questions for her. We have mm-hmm. a bake date booked. Nice. And um, and it's got a really long German name that I'm going to get her to teach me how to say. Or just record her saying it, and then you don't have to say it. <laughs> yeah. We might as well learn one word to pronounce correctly. Hey, I just taught you to say streusel. Yeah. We don't <laughs> know right. if that's pronounced correctly. <laughs> I don't just... Hey, that's true. You never know. Could be totally <laughs> wrong. You better check with Oma. Yeah. So a vintage recipe to back up an episode on vintage recipes. Nice. I like it. And uh, some interesting personal hygiene information. Get in touch with us, Manscaped. I'm not, I can't. I can't promote us. What more do you want? Today's episode of Three Kitchens podcast is brought to you by the Edmonton Community Foundation. The Edmonton Community Foundation helps people create endowment funds. You can start an endowment fund yourself or with a group. Once it reaches ten thousand dollars, it can start distributing funds. The Well-Endowed Podcast, hosted by Andrew Paul and Lisa Pruden, tells the stories of how these endowments intersect with the community and explores how the foundation acts as a bridge between donors and charities to create a strong, vibrant community for generations to come. Learn more at ecfoundation.org. Hello, listeners. Welcome back. We are here to talk about plum cake with crumble, or I learned the German, guys. Oh, <clears throat> Let me try this. Pflaumenkuchen mit Streusel. Pflaumenkuchen mit Streusel. 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 So I have it. So educated. Thank you to Oma for the lesson. That's Thank right. you to Oma. Exactly. Danke. Danke, Oma. Ah, look at you even know more German than me. I didn't even. <laughs> I know. Please and thank you. There you go. Dankeschön and, and bitter, I think is please. I could be wrong, actually. <laughs> Let's just go with that. Let's go with it. This was really easy to make, which mm. I'm happy to say. We only ran into one hiccup. So the day that I showed up to do baking, we had no electricity. <laughs> so we just rescheduled to a couple days later when the electrical was back and happening and we had an oven. Poor Oma. So for this, you're kind of making, you've got three different layers that you make. You've got the cake layer, you put in your plums, and then you've got a strudel. Or, uh, sorry, streusel layer. Streusel. <laughs> That's a tough one to remember. I always think it's a streusel. It's probably like yeah. very poor pronunciation. I got her to say that a couple times. <laughs> so for the cake, it was butter, sugar, that you blend together with a mixer. You add in two eggs, a few tablespoons of vanilla, a few drops of lemon extract. And uh, let me tell you, it's all about feel for Oma. It has Mm -hmm. nothing to do with what the numbers say. Mm -hmm. Oh boy, she was like, eh, this is about half, this is about quarter, eh, (laughs) this is about 100 grams of butter. And I was just like, okay. So you mix together those wet ingredients and then you add in your flour and your baking powder. 
-hmm. And then it becomes very, um, very thick batter at this point. And then you add milk in to thin it, to make it pourable. I was a little too, oh, four tablespoons of milk and pouring it into the tablespoon thing, to which I believe she went (laughs) and rolled her eyes at. You just add in your milk until you know. Right. Apparently. If you're an Oma, you know. You're the rest of Oma. Yeah. So mine was a little bit thicker than it should have been when it went into the pan because it was not leveling itself out. Okay. So she said, next time when you make this, add more milk so that at least the batter will kind of self-level. You don't want it too thin because you want to be able to put your plums. Right. on it without them sinking but you don't like it was so thick that it just it was kind of like a cookie batter almost oh okay Mm. so then you put your plums that you've so mine were from the freezer they were on sale i purchased a bunch i cut them in half took the pit out tossed them in bags and froze them she said she prefers to have them in quarters rather than halves but it all worked out okay. Um, And then we just kind of drained them for a while because they had frozen and then thawed. She said, next time, don't let them thaw so much. Have them like semi-frozen when you put them on the cake. Mm -hmm. Okay. Things you learn. So you put your plums skin side down. Okay. Okay. On the cake. And then you make your streusel, which is flour, sugar, butter, and vanilla because you want a really buttery crumb on top or else it won't be what you want. It won't be buttery? It won't be buttery enough. It won't like melt into the cake the way you want. Like she makes a really good streusel. Even my mom was like, tell me how she does it. (laughs) (laughs) When you come home, tell me how she does it. (laughs) I think you also don't want it to be to dissolve completely into the cake. You want to no. have that crumb on top. It's like the perfect crumb mm-hmm. on top of right. a cake. And my mom's, my mom even said like, Oma always makes the perfect crumb. How does she do it? Uh, you don't know? <laughs> All I did was stand there and mix it. And she went, mm, more butter, mm, more butter. And then I just stood there pressing and massaging it with your hands. Because she's like, you can use a fork. And then she's like, no, just get your hands in there. Oh, is it, it is doughy? Easier. Is it doughy then? It's not. No, or is it's it crumbly? crumbly? It's crumbly. crumbly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We will give you the maso menos <laughs> of uh, say that recipe German, here. Please. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, we're this is the now Spanish German episode. Uh, we'll give you the more or less recipe here, but it's about feel. Mm. So you want to get that crumble so that it is crumbly it's not sticking to your hands so it's not too much butter <laughs> but it's just not make too it dry perfect. <laughs> just make well, it the right way you're just gonna have to make it a few times exactly trial and error and eat yeah. it every time will be good yes absolutely so then you just sprinkle your crumble on top i made this in a springform pan that i lined with parchment mine is really dark colored and so the outside of this browned quite oh, okay. a bit more than mm-hmm. I would prefer. Oh, and that was because of the pan? Oma, the yeah. pan was dark. Oh, Oma mm-hmm. said, that's because of the pan. This pan is oh. too dark to do this in. And I was like, yeah, I agree. So if you can find lighter colored metal 
baking hmm. things, it works so much better. And I don't know why, like, I've had this issue recently when I go to find stuff is that all of it is like really dark metal. And that makes your stuff over brown on the outside. Mm. Oh, I didn't realize that. This is something that um, most of my stuff is dark mm -hmm. and it just it over browns. Anyway, still worked out fine. Still yummy. You bake it in a 350 oven for 40 to 45 minutes. It's kind of hard to tell when it's set. The plums were very moist. A cake thing went in, came out clean. She was like, mm, let's give it a couple more minutes. And then we turned off the oven and just let it sit in there for a little while. Okay. And then took it out, let it cool. And then she said, don't slice into it until it's cooled. Ah, mm. uh, okay. okay. That was the hardest part, right? That was the hardest part. I was like, mm. oh my gosh, are you kidding me? I just <laughs> want to eat it now. It smelled so good. Mm -hmm. uh, she says it tastes best when you let this sit for a day or so because that moisture from the plums kind of sinks into the cake and into the streusel on top. Mm. And it just kind of like mm -hmm. brings all those flavors together. So this is the perfect thing if you want, if you know you're having people or even just to, in case you have people, mm. make it. The day before and then. Day before, yeah. you don't have to do anything. And then you're like, whoa. Totally. Here's your just cake. put out this plum streusel, kaka, whatever it was called. <laughs> Did you forget Laumen Kuchen. Kuchen. That's cake, by the way. I know. I always thought it was Kuchen. Kuchen. See, it's spelled K U C H E N. It's pronounced, it's pronounced Kuchen. Kuchen. So tell me about your Flaumen Kuchen mit Streusel experience. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea how many times I've said that word in the last yeah. few days. Like, I keep looking at this going, Bleh. I thought it okay. was perfect. It was a perfect cake. It was not sweet, which I loved about it. It had a slight sweetness to it. Mm. And then the tart plums and the crumbliness of the cake. I, it was perfect. And I was telling you guys that we usually go to a bakery and we get a very similar cake, but it usually has a raspberry filling in it. Mm -hmm. And we all love it because it's got the same texture and the same sweetness level. And it was just great. So the cookbook that Oma brought out was so different from any other cookbook I've seen because mm. it gave you like the base recipe at mm -hmm. one part, but then it had pages and pages of like how to modify it and change it to make this and that and the other. And oh. it was not <laughs> structured in a way that I understood. And it was in German. So there was no oh. hope oh, okay. Mm -hmm. That sounds a bit like old Julia Child style with her pages and pages of writing about the recipe. Mm -hmm. Anyway, you could make this with apples. You could make this, like you said, with raspberries. You could totally mm -hmm. put any fruit that you like mm -hmm. yeah. in the middle. My favorite is the plum cake because that's, I don't know. I think it's just what our family loves. I liked it too. I, I like the top third of it the best. I found the how it darkened on the bottom and the side mm -hmm. too dry like it was just a bit too crumbly for me I, f I wanted more moisture in that cake mm -hmm. that's why I like that top kind of third of it with the plum and the streusel and like a little bit of the cake to me yep. it was like too it needed more moisture um, that's where I think I didn't put enough milk in yeah. my batter oh, okay gotcha yeah. gotcha when you said that I was like oh I bet that would make it <laughs> Heather was like yep you did yep. yeah <laughs> 
not that I would have guessed what was missing, but I, um, I think that when I've had this type of cake, it's been a bit more moist. And I didn't know that about the color of the pan. So yeah. I would think if I were to make this, I would have the same issue because I have dark cake mm-hmm. spring farm pans too. And mm. I'm wondering if there's an adjustment I can make just to maybe lower the temperature in the oven and cook for a little bit longer so that it doesn't brown as much. I'm not sure. It's really a quick cake to make. I mean, you're yeah. whipping together this batter, popping into a pan, layering with really any fruit, I think, that you like. Make this streusel and pop it in the oven. Like it doesn't, it doesn't take a lot. And the sweetness was perfect. Yeah. Don't add more sugar into this. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. This is like the perfect tea cake. Yeah. You can have it, it at breakfast. Cake, totally. You can have it for lunch. You can have it after dinner. You can eat a slice every time of the day. That's right. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you should. I, well, I look forward to seeing how you work out the measurements <laughs> so that you can write a recipe. Well, she, she gave me measurements and I tried to follow them. And the interesting thing is it's all in grams. Because mm-hmm. this uses that German measuring cup that looks like oh, an inverted triangle, right. yeah, which yeah, yeah. has the measurements in grams. Mm-hmm. And I'm like sitting there trying to like get it to the line. And I can tell that Oma is just like, no. Too, you're being too <laughs> precise. You're being too picky about oh, this. Oh, interesting. And I, yeah. I told her, I was like, baking is a precise thing. And she was like, no, it's not. <laughs> it's funny because you always hear that, right? It's a science. You need yeah. to be exact with it. And then you get people who've been baking like for... Who's saying it? Well, I don't know. but The younger chefs, yeah. they don't yeah. know nothing compared to Oma's. <laughs> well, it's true. Yeah. That's right. I do appreciate that when you have it in grams or whatever, because I can just put my mixing bowl right on oh, my scale and just so much better. cancel it out every time and add whatever. And you don't have a bunch of cups and things. And mm-hmm. Nice. Let's share it with our listeners. Well, thank you for making this cake. Yes. For the holidays, cranberries would be really good in this. Mm. That would be good. (laughs) Nice and tart, too. Yeah, Yeah. totally. All right, that's a wrap. Wait, I've got one more thing to share. I made this cake again, and I found a tip that when baking with dark pans, lower your oven temperature by 25 degrees and increase your cooking time. It totally worked. So try it out next time you need to bake with a dark pan. All right, now that's all. And now for the fine print. Join us over on the socials, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest, and on our website at threekitchenspodcast.com. And remember, when you like, follow, subscribe, and review, it helps more people find us. Thank you so much for listening. Oh my gosh, she's not done. I'm trying to get through. Okay.